Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. Um, exciting week this week. Got a couple of busy day for you and I, Cal. Uh, uh, got one now and one at 8 p.m. tonight. So uh, getting our holiday shows in and yeah. put together here. But before we get started, I do want to give a shout out to our um sponsors first and foremost miller's termite and pest control pest control don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies reach out to someone who cares about you they can handle any problem from termites bed bugs ants and spiders facebook at miller's termite and pest control email them at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-565 move on i do want to say callie you know you had noticed some ants in the kitchen and uh i reached out to miller's termite and pest control and they came out and uh Last week, Monday was, was out here on Wednesday. Sprayed everything and took care of everything. So if, if yep. you're if you're looking for a pest control company, I can't tell you of reaching out to Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Also, Tommy Taylor Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an in, is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home life, so with a personal touch that you just can't get anywhere else. For insurance, for any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Not line agent that can keep all of your insurance in one place. He is a dedicated individual who is customer service focused and always puts the customer first. His mission is to provide each and every customer with a simple process that is easy to understand and to ensure you and your family is properly covered if and when the unexpected occurs. Taylor at 812-372-4483 at extension 2447. And Tommy Taylor is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is also an insurance agent and a good one at that. So today, very exciting. Uh, got a former um, classman way back in the, the high school days, uh, marathoner Jonathan Peets. Welcome, Jonathan. Uh, thanks for having me, Dustin. Yeah, man, we're excited. Something that I can I can say <laughs> right off the top, I cannot do. Um, even if I want to try and think I can, I, right. I know deep down I cannot. So before we get into anything, obviously we went to high school together and, well, elementary middle school and high school all the way up yep you were not running i mean you weren't a cross-country guy no even in track (laughs) you were a you were a hurdler at one point i was i was a hurdler and 100 meters yeah i think was really yeah you were not a distance guy in any way shape or form no so how did we get this transition to being a marathoner so whenever i was boarding goods store that was also what we call like a specialty run store and um i got kind of involved in it and um you know, just to keep five Ks and uh, signed up for uh, the indie mini. So I did a couple half marathons and um, kind of quit running for a while after that. I did college and everything. And um, one day I went to the doctor and they got me on the scale and I realized I gained about 50 pounds since uh, since high school. Then I was going to sign up for a full marathon and uh, try to get in good shape. And <laughs> as soon as I got home that day, signed up for it and just started running a little bit more. did uh, my first full marathon. And where did you run your first marathon at? Uh, I signed up for the, it was in Nashville, Tennessee. So the Nashville Rock and, or Country Marathon, something like that. So, you know, and it's, I will say, because we were talking off air before we got started. My wife and I have done one mini marathon. We did the Indy Mini. And uh, it's interesting because when you have that hanging over your head, you do train a lot better well, because you you know at some point you have to put up or shut up. Well, when you got home, you signed up. Like, I mean, because just like you said, that's exactly the thing is, I mean, there's no, like, you signed up, so yeah. now, and it's not like, oh, I can just go in miles. I mean, like, you really have to train for it, so. 
Yeah, that's the thing I found out is if I say I'm going to run one, I usually don't train too hard, but after I spend the money. <laughs> so let, let's talk about that. Like like what that first time, how did you figure out how to train for a full marathon? Well, luckily, I lived uh, pretty much my whole uh, life after high school, and uh, they had a really good running club there called the Wabash Valley Roadrunners. And there was about three, and I got to be pretty close with a lot of them, and we had all sorts of training uh programs and uh, people to run with so you know any given day I had a group I ran with that uh, kind of kept you on pace so and I'll, I'll ask this too because it, it interests me like do you always um for the most part um if it's really bad out with snow and ice and stuff like that I'll, I, I do run on treadmills every once in a while um the most part i just go outside it's uh, treadmills it gets so boring and it's well especially if you're running you know like 15 miles or something or however much yeah. you run i'd be yeah I, awful i did 20 miles once on a treadmill and i it was awful <laughs> i think it feels like twice as long on a tra- I keep seeing the same thing like we used to when we trained we would run in our high school um and just run laps through the hallway. It's a big building and a big high school. At least yeah. I, at least I could look at something different yeah. every time. When you're just staring at the wall, it's pretty rough. Yeah, and on a treadmill, I got real short legs, so it seems like I got a. So <laughs> I like that. So now, as you, how has your training changed from that first race to what you you think 28? Well, how many marathons have you done? You ran in 28 different states. Yeah, I think altogether it's. I've ran 30 or 31 uh, total marathons, uh, but I'm trying to run one in every state, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm at 28 different states now. Change from that first one to now? Um, really not much different. Um, I definitely, the first one I ran, it was really just to complete it. Got to be a little faster. I definitely added some different workouts in, like some different speed work type things uh, to try to run run it a little bit faster how much does nutrition play into it um a little bit um really i think one of the reasons i do run <laughs> beer so <laughs> well there you go so but yeah i mean i definitely uh watch what i eat especially like the night before a race like you don't want to eat a bunch of whatever but um really during the race is kind of important too i mean um you know in a marathon you, you're burning anywhere from like calories so you got to keep stuff in your body so just different types of gels and stuff like that during the race is pretty much the way to keep going part of you know the whole athletic world and i know you're in that um you know with what you do it for a living too but what you know nutrition during an event and things like that like i always joke i mean i coach football for 11 years and i talk to kids and you'll remember this when we were playing high school football i remember water we got ice chips they would hand us ice chips because if we drank water we'd get sick and then by the time i was getting done coaching i had extra electorade to give the kids and hydration and and goo gels to get (laughs) carbohydrates in them and i'm like i'm like the the change is unbelievable. Pretty sure those coaches we had would be fired. <laughs> oh in oh yeah, world. <laughs> it's like they're depriving you of your water. Yeah, yeah, we did. We I just remember coming back with as many ice chips as I could get. My hang of thirst. <laughs> There's no way you could do it today. So, but it is. It's amazing what's out there now to to you know yeah. make sure athletes perform at their yeah. their time. So, what is the toughest marathon you've ran? You ran in tw- 28 different states. What do you think is the toughest one you've had to do? By far, the toughest one I've done is the, in. Boone, North Carolina, uh, where Appalachian State University is, and it was called the Grandfather Mountain 
marathon or thinking about running a marathon, don't run one that has the word mountain in it. Yeah, really. <laughs> Especially uh, if it's one of your first ones. <laughs> so you start uh, at the, on the football field of Appalachian State University, you ran a couple laps around there, and then you go run up this really big hill, and it's about a 16-mile uh, run to the top of this mountain. Um, and it's just all uphill and it was, but, wow. but it was fun. Um, probably the worst part about the whole race was actually when we were done, we took a bus to the bottom of the driver was driving like an insane person down this hill. <laughs> oh my we thought we were going over. But. So, so <laughs> you survived running up the mountain, down the mountain. Wow. And the bus. You got it. It was kind of, it was scary. <laughs> so I, when we ran the mini, and, and I'm, I'll be interested to see, you know, your reaction. The big thing, and I, I joked as we trained the whole time was, you got a free beer when you were done, and I'm like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> yeah, he was like, uh, it's the one of the guys drink beer or something, and he was like, Dustin was like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink yours, you know, like, and when we finished. <laughs> All I wanted was like a Gatorade and to go like people there too. I mean, that was the other thing. It was like, do I really like you're just like we were done. And again, it was only the half, but we were like done and we're like, dr- like drained. I really want to fight all those people <laughs> to go get one glass of beer. And I'm really not even wanting a beer right now. So <laughs> uh, I can't relate to that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. We're uh, me and my friends are usually guys that if they're handing out beer the last mile, we're <laughs> drinking it or margaritas, whatever. So how do you feel when you finish one though? Like, I mean, are you totally cash? It, yeah. For the most part. I mean, it just depends on, you know, a lot of these, I just go, to, you know, set a personal record or anything. It's just trying to run it to complete it. But I've definitely had some where it's, it's all I had. I mean, there was one in whenever I ran in Kansas, I actually uh, passed out at the finish line and I had to get fluids and everything. It was one of those days where it was about 85 degrees when we started and it was just awful. But and it and it's amazing to me to watch even again before we were on the air, our cross country team went to the state championships and we were blessed. We actually got to stand in the um, the interconnecta officials. Yeah. Uh-huh. And seeing some of those kids finish, I mean, because they're obviously behind the the fence where you can't see them from anybody else left. No, I mean, and yeah. that's only you know the the five k portion, but I mean they have given everything. So watching some of those runners that that are elite runners, um, that course that you're talking about is in Terre Haute, and I lived there for a number of years, and I used to go watch the NCAA cross country mm-hmm. championships uh-huh. and those. It was scary. It was like a tunnel of death. <laughs> like yeah. whenever those guys finished. So. Well, and, and it's. <laughs> And I know that the the medical personnel that are working at know what they're dragging them off to the side, which I mean, you've got every other runner coming in, but you're like, that guy looks dead. And they're just (laughs) dragging them off, making sure, checking them there. But, you know, it it is. It's an exhausting event to to push yourself. So you you talked about when you were in Terre Haute, you had all those. Did you always have people that ran the events with you or would go with you? Oh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. uh, the, part of that group, I was actually on their board of direct charge uh, for a few years of a half marathon training program we did where we would have anywhere between 200 to 300 people that would sign up and we would on and we'd take buses over to Indy and we'd usually do the Indy Mini together. Um, but it, we had all different levels of people, all the way from people all the way to what we called like the advanced group. So, <laughs> well, that's what when we did the mini, <laughs> Dustin kept joking. He's like, "I just don't want to get picked up by the bus." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, Long we just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so also, 
if you had somebody who was wanting to start running that uh-huh. hasn't, what advice would you? Probably the first advice I'd give you is like try to find some kind of local running club, um, whether it's put on through, you know, EA or um, you know a lot of stores that have or a lot of towns that have running stores will have running tr- programs and stuff like that. So um, advice from people have done it or that are currently doing it. And I know I'm going to I'm going to go right into your wheelhouse here because I know you're a shoe guy. <laughs> yeah, it's really important. I mean, um, I anyone that's actually going to be running or even, you know, walking, um, go to some kind of where they, you know, watch you walk, uh, look at your gait and they'll put you in. There's all sorts of different shoes for different types of feet and different types of people. And they'll now let me. <laughs> Let me just ask. I know you're going to throw me under the bus here. It was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Because <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't have even thought about it until. So Dustin, when we were training, wore like the this what like you know whatever pair of shoes he had. For some reason, can you? I don't remember what it is. I I just had some like cross training runner shoes. I got as a football coach, so yeah. we always got our our coaches just shoes, your normal tennis shoes, and they were really comfortable. I loved them. Trained the ent- they were pretty broken down at the end. <laughs> And I changed to a different pair the night before the on race. On the day, yeah, the day of the um, race. And and they were good shoes, distance in them. And <laughs> I had blisters all on he my like, feet in places I, that yeah. it was I awful. I don't even remember if I knew that. Maybe I did before. Maybe it oh. wasn't until after. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, that doesn't even make sense to me. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was the worst. This. Usually want to break them in a little bit. Um, yeah, I broke them in in that thirteen point one. <laughs> yeah, they're broken after that. But no, it was a bad deal. So like, like how on a pair of shoes? Um, of course, every shoe's different, but typically we say that it's anywhere between four hundred to five hundred miles for a shoe. So, and of course, there's, if it's really lightweight, uh, they'll break down a little bit quicker, and just a lot of things can factor into that. But for the most part, somewhere around four five hundred miles. Question, but is <laughs> is Saucony your your running shoe That's, or that is uh absolutely true <laughs> so yeah dustin work for a shoe company so uh, of course uh, i'm a little biased to saucony gotcha but, i didn't know that but they they are a a great running shoe company oh, too. Yeah. i'm not trying to throw you there that it's just a uh just because you work for them but they are a great great running shoe company they are so. for sure yep so now looking into the future about you know where you may want to look to run well I'm to the point where, as I'm trying to run all these 50 states away, <laughs> yeah. I bet. it's getting to the point where I can't really drive to states anymore. I have to fly. So it's my vacations is kind of how I do it. So, um, which sounds absolutely miserable. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, that's really what I, I would do. I would schedule it to like, and you have the rest of the week to like that's, have fun. Yeah. That's definitely the way to do it. <laughs> Um, I've only done a few where I've had to fly. I went out to California and did one in San Diego, did one in Vegas, which was, you know, made sure we did it the first day. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead and have fun then the rest of the week. you say up late the other night. Yeah, exactly. You done the Derby one, the Kentucky Derby one? I did, yep. That's the one I did for Kentucky. It was pretty fun. It It's weird. It it really reminded me of the Indy Mini because it was kind of like it's a track. You run around a track. <laughs> right. And then you run back. <laughs> now, do all of the, like, because when we did the Indy, they had like a bunch of bands and stuff through there. Do, is that the full also? I mean. Oh, yeah. Um, you could definitely, like a lot of those that have, there's actually an entire series called the Rock and Roll series and uh, bands like throughout the course. Right. But, um, they're usually, it's on the first half. And then like 
on the marathon, there it just gets a the little worst. Lonely. <laughs> the, that, the second half, and that's when they're like, "Hey, see you later. Yeah, yeah. good luck. You signed up for this. Yeah, so. yeah. you asked for it." Um. All right, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna totally shift the list that you're listening to as you run. Oh, that's a because I know some of your musical choices from from when we grew up together. Yeah, we had similar. And what is what? What's the playlist when you run? Um, it's all over the board. Uh, my iTunes is probably uh, you know i can go for Marilyn song that that sounds like you <laughs> yeah this is and and it's funny obviously like i said we grew up together and i knew we had very similar tastes but she hit i plugged my phone in because mine's the same exact way it yeah. could go it could be Mar- miley cyrus justin timberlake to system of a down and Marilyn manson to all yeah. in all in five songs yep that's exactly how i am and you know i just a lot of times i just put my ipod on shuffle and I just go whatever happens it happens so So you don't have any like gotta have it go to running really um if I'm doing a race I have just songs I haven't listened to in a while to keep my interest but yeah I I definitely I have to I I can't run without music it drives me nuts so well but I had to have my yeah my iPod and my my headphones in to to run as well so yep so injuries have you have any injuries or anything like that and yeah there was I've only had one that actually made me sit out for a while, and I had a, let's see, what was it, stress fracture on my heel, and mm. it was it was rough. It took about eight, nine weeks. I had to wear a bis kind of swam to keep in shape, but really, that's the only thing I've had. Um, that's kind of surprising. I mean, like, because especially if you run outside on the road a lot, more stress fractures or injuries i would yeah think. it's definitely just an overuse thing i yeah, think whenever yeah. it happened i think i ran close to so i was just i was running wow. too much and but that's all right i learned my that's lesson. never an issue for me <laughs> <laughs> so a normal training how are you putting in in a normal training week um roughly somewhere between like 35 to 45 just depending on how close to the race you are consist of like you know, Monday is usually like a really easy run, like just a couple miles. And then usually like on Tuesday, we'll do some kind of track work. And then uh, Wednesday and Thursday will be kind of easier days again with kind of a, like a middle distance type run. Uh, and, uh, usually on Saturdays when I do my long run, then take, I usually take Friday and Sundays off. So, And a long run, do you... Do you- you know the twenty six point two miles prior to the actual race. I never do. Some people, it, everyone trains a little bit different, but my longest run I'll do like twenty two miles is about it. Because that was something when we were training that there was all different schools of thought yeah. thought yeah. on. And I think the longest we ran say, probably yeah. you know, and everybody's like, oh, you got to run thirteen point one before you do it. And I'm yeah. like, so we kept. I mean, we would stay around. You know, most, but yeah. we would run some longer eight and nine miles, but we never even push past 10 until the actual race day. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it just depends on what, um, we were per- just to finish. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in Alive. front of the bus is Alive. all that we were trying to do. <laughs> that was our goal. I know with our training program for that, really wanting to, you know, do the best you could and really set a new PR. I think our long run for that group was like 18 miles, even though you're only running. Push yourself past Correct. that. and but with a marathon it's a little bit harder to do that so. yeah and what is your what is your pr it is three hours and 45 seconds 
So Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was in Myrtle Beach. I okay. did that. So yep. So how much three hours? Um, and and trust me, that's not a knock on you because no, I couldn't no, even no. come close yeah, to no. it. But it didn't bother me at all, to be honest good. with you. That's Because my goal that day was like, oh, really? felt good. And I was like, all right, I'm good. So, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And to do that, I had to run three hours and five minutes. Oh. And you so have, have ran the Boston, correct? Mean. Yeah, I did it not last year, but the year before. Okay. So. What is that like? Um, I mean, especially fire attack that happened mm-hmm. there and all of that kind of stuff. That has to be a pretty it's, special event. It is. It's pretty cool. Like. I, I didn't really know what to expect going out, but it's it's just it's a long day. Um, the race you got to get up about five o'clock in the morning, and you got to get on a bus in the, this little small town. Then you got to sit there for a few hours, and then eventually you start the race, and you're just worn out before the race even starts. So and even like staying hydrated and uh-huh. you know with i mean like if you're going out there and then sitting there i mean like you've got to pack a ton of stuff even before the race just you're playing ahead yeah so. that's crazy but um luckily the year i ran it the weather was pretty good it was a little bit warm but uh, you, like last year it i don't know, it was just crazy wind crazy mm. rain and just people were miserable the whole time where i think i wore shorts and a t-shirt to the start yeah. and you know i think that would probably be the worst is you accomplish this you get to run the boss of Mar- and then you the are miserable awful, the yeah. entire time running yeah but it, i don't know they um they line you up at the start is basically to take all thirty thousand people and whoever had the fastest qualifying time starts first and it goes okay. down the line then since i was you know pretty young um i was towards the front and it was just like i was just trying not to get rain over the whole race yeah. <laughs> where i finally felt like i could just kind of get comfortable and, and run your pace yeah yeah but by the end my legs were shot because i had to run so fast <laughs> well and that and this like i mean we were by no means great runners but <laughs> we we put ourselves because at the indy one you obviously put yourself in where yeah. you think you should be yeah. well, and before so we we're like no i don't clue. even know what's a uh-huh. average to like so we kind of put ourselves in the back, like because we didn't want to be in anybody's way. Exactly, we were, we were kind of back with the walkers. Oh, a yeah. mile. I mean, it was up on the curb and back down and running around people the whole time. And I told her, I said, "We really screwed up more back and forth sideways trying to get around people right. than than we should have." But so, what's some other like the big city? Yeah, I've done New York. Um, Boston and New York are definitely the big ones that I've done. I've, I've never done Chicago, um, even though it was so close to do it, but um, those are definitely the biggest ones. Um, I've done a lot of really small ones. <laughs> uh, I think was I think I got fourth place in a marathon once. Oh, cool. There was only like 18 people. <laughs> so, really? But, I mean, it's, uh, it's just neat. You go to a lot of places you would never even – think about going so which one is your favorite one that you've done so far my favorite vermont and it was called the mad marathon and it was like in the kind of ski country of vermont what time of year was it it was in the middle of summer um but the weather was pretty nice right. i mean it was it started early in the morning i mean it was probably only like 60 degrees maybe 70 at the finish but you just the full thing i've ever seen they're like tagline for the race is um the world's most beautiful marathon and Really? In my opinion, it was. I mean, awesome. it was just great. It was really cool. Um, some of the other ones I like are uh, the Pittsburgh Marathon was really neat. Um, the only impression I had of Pittsburgh were Steelers fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my expectations were pretty low, but 
after <laughs> I visited there, I was it was really fun, and they do a really good job there. So, so have you started looking like what about Alaska? Like when do they have a marathon? That's what I- I'm definitely putting like Alaska and Hawaii towards the end. Like that's what a lot of people that do this or try to do all 50 states. That's just kind of spoiler spoil yourself on the last couple. Um, Alaska actually has quite a few. Uh, really? Yeah. I mean, I would assume. Yeah. But I mean, and I know like Southern, like Juneau and Southern Alaska has a very similar climate to like us. I yeah. mean, it's not. I guess that's it's true. It's not frozen all the time. Correct. I wouldn't want to do one in December. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, most of them are kind of like in Juneau and places like that. Yeah. So it's, it's the, they actually have quite a few. So. What is, I guess that would be a great question, because we've kind of talked about sometimes it's been a little hot, or what is the perfect running temperature for you? Um, I like it like around 45 to 55 is kind of what I like. Um, I just get really stiff if it's too cold, so um, marathons are like in October or um, yeah. April, so I don't know, it, you just never know what you're going to get for oh, most yeah. of them. So. What are some others you got your eyes on? I definitely would like to do man i haven't thought about it in a while (laughs) um pretty excited to do some of the ones out west Mm -hmm. um there's one in south that i've been kind of looking at i should have came more prepared on that you're fine yeah um but i don't know um i don't do some repeats um I have a really good friend from Terre Haute that I ran, his, or he ran his first marathon with me, and uh, his wife likes to run, come visit us, and I think we're going to do either the Flying Pig in Cincinnati or the Pittsburgh Marathon. So now the Flying Pig, that's the that's the one where everybody- yeah, a lot of people do. Um, it's uh, it's a really fun race to do. It's wow. definitely a, out of all the races I've done, like the water stops and stuff, like water stops and you vote at the end which one was the best really and that's really cool yeah the i remember the best one from the year i did it um they had like a water oh, stop where cool. all the they all had like the coconut bras and grass uh. skirts and it was just really cool so that's pretty awesome yeah wow. you know once you've ran one what what is your your plan after that what's your recovery time because like i told you we ran the mini five years ago yeah, yeah. Dustin um, was like what are we what did we were like going to take like a few days or a week or whatever and it's yeah, been like I, five years i'm still recovering from that first one so yeah. recovery time um whenever i was doing a bunch right in a row um i could usually recover in a couple weeks and and do one. shortest amount of time i did one on a Sunday once, and then the next Saturday ran another one. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And I ended up doing four in less than a month. It was quite a few right in a row, and I was it was more recovering after that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was, yeah. I was kind of shocked. I think uh, that was the year. I, I think I did eight in one, one year, and uh, I remember the last one I did, it was in Baltimore, and I Friday or Saturday, one of the two, and did the race and flew back the same day and i remember running the race i, I had a terrible flight gonna take about four hours to finish and i started thinking about it's like my flight leaves at 1 30 i gotta start running faster Fly, <laughs> yeah and i definitely was the last person to get on the plane and i i had a whole road myself and i remember feeling something i was like oh we must be getting ready to take off and someone's like poking me they're like hey you gotta get off this plane you're you're an indie <laughs> so like i just i passed out as soon as i got in the plane fell over wow. 
you you need to get off now. Yeah, <laughs> you're at your destination. Um, so I when you well, I know where I was wanting to go, but I'm I'm trying to word it the right way. When you talk about recovery time until you race again, start training again. Like, will you run again pretty quickly after that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll definitely, like, take it easy for a couple of weeks. And, like, the way you should do it, back down your mileage. Just do a little bit to kind of keep it going. And then usually about, you know, two, three weeks later, I'll start a new training program and at the beginning again. So it's not like you just keep doing 20 milers every weekend. You kind of go mm-hmm. back down to just kind of reset and what you should do is just kind of do that and then just try to keep running faster. Like even though you're only running your long run might be five miles, just try to do it a little faster and kind of work back in. So, but I really don't care how fast I run anymore. I'm past that. After after I ran Boston, I was like, all right, I'm done. That's too hard. (laughs) I'm just a bucket list. I mean, like for marathon runners, I would think that would be like a bucket list. Yeah. And it was more than, um, yeah, that one again. So my, my old training partner from Terre Haute, he actually qualified, and he's going to run it this year, and I think I might go out there with him just to spec. That's cool. Yeah. I think that would be a cool one to, I agree. Yeah. to watch. I mean, yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun to see and watch, and, and I know that Boston obviously knows how to have a good – pretty much uh, for everybody that's not running, it's a real good time the entire day yeah, that exactly. day. So, so outside of running – um. Because, I mean, this is my hobby, and I just said, yeah. I mean, this is this is beautiful for me. Yeah, um, really, it's kind of weird. Running, talking about earlier, like, that's my job. I mean, I work for a shoe company, um, so I'll, I'm just going into running stores all day. So it's definitely my primary. Um, but I also, I like to mountain bike a little bit, too. Um, this is going to sound weird, but my dad, he, life crisis or what, but... He started mountain bike racing a few years back. I didn't know that. Yeah, and he he kind of talked me into, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll ride circles around this guy. After I fell down a ravine like the third time, I was like, all right, <laughs> and I thought, but um, yeah, so I've been doing that a little bit. I mean, last time I saw your old man, he was building boats. I mean, that. <laughs> oh yeah, he still likes to build boats. So. Mountain bike racing as well. So yeah, that's interesting. Yep. That's really cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, just normal hobbies, like definitely on sports, uh, watching all kinds of sports. So, do do you play any other things now, or just you just kind of stick to the running? I just stick to the running. So, um, the last time I played basketball at like, I don't know, I was part of like a YMCA, and we went and played pickup ball one one week, and I'll, and. I got done playing the next day. I hurt so bad. I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm, you're using totally hard. different muscles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, I mean, even like when we ran the mini, we actually had to leave there and go to a family reunion or I, I, something. That graduation next, party. Graduation party the next day in Illinois. I mean, when we walked out the next morning, I I looked like an 80-year-old man. Yeah. I was like, I oh, can't yeah. move. I'm stiff. You know, even after training, I'm like, I haven't even... And, and, and like, I expected my legs to be stiff, uh-huh. but like my shoulders and my back yep. and everything was <laughs> stiff. So used to yeah (laughs) so so okay in your job you know when you walk into these stores these independent stores is i'm i should do as well when you walk into these independent shoe stores are you trying to sell them i mean obviously they're already carrying Saucony. correct 
are you trying to sell different pairs, different new models? What what how do you how do you go about that? Yeah, so it's it's a little bit different, obviously, with every account. Um, most of them have pretty established business. For the most part, it's just helping them, you know, manage their inventory and just making sure that they have the right shoes in their store and it's you know, update our shoes every year, so they're pretty familiar with all our products and every once in a while we'll get rid of some and bring in something new, but for the most part it's just about, you know, it um making sure that you know, they have the right amount of shoes in the store. And, um, you know, obviously we're in sales, so you're always trying to sell something. <laughs> this part is just, you know, helping have a good relationship with the brand. So very cool. And, and do you help educate them as well on like a good shoe store and yeah. someone that could help educate what shoes fit, what type of feet? Correct. Yeah. And I'm actually pretty lucky. Um, I actually, there's a girl that one is kind of like my counterpart and she, her job is actually just to go into the stores to talk about Saucony. So she gets a pretty sweet, uh, um, Ford flex. That's like all decked out in Saucony. So, oh. so she's, it's, I'm pretty lucky to have someone working with me like that. So, so, and then, and you said you had some other, obviously you got some other products too, as well. Like the, the cliff bars, what, what exactly is, I know what a cliff exactly is a cliff bar for the listeners. Uh, cliff bar, you probably see them in every gas station and, uh, you know, Walmart across the country, but basically it's a energy for when you're, you know, running or biking or whatever you're out doing. Um, it's got a lot of carbs in it, um, so you can eat them, but to like, uh, we make kind of like some gummy bear type, uh, things that we call blocks that, you know, as you're biking, running, whatever you're doing, just give you some extra cat electrolytes that you're burning. Yeah. So. Something for when you're doing something, not just, <laughs> not just a snack to eat. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're good to eat too. <laughs> but a lot of carbs and those kind of things, if you're just eating them on a, on a Saturday afternoon. You but. got it. So, and then you just got married, just moved. We are married with children. Yep. Um, and yeah. so how is married life? It's, um, it's fun. I love it. Um, it was just, a, um, well, I was talking about, we lived in Terre Haute. I'd lived there for 15 years, had the same job, um, but very routine type of life. At married, I decided to take this new job with Saucony and we both quit our jobs, moved to Columbus where we knew zero people. Um, you know, five parents. So it was like a big life change really quick. Um, went from, you know, living in a house that I owned to living in, and it was just, it was a pretty big hurdle to get over, but we're getting used to it now. And we, um, we like Columbus, so it's a pretty fun place to live. So when we first moved, she worked in a casino for a year. She was the, the eye in the sky. <laughs> oh, that is cool. Always, it was like, so you bust people cheating and all that kind of stuff. Really? And, um, you know, she did catch a couple people. It was not that exciting. Like, uh, most of it was on the table at late or just, you know, it was more like, what's this guy doing in the parking lot in the corner? Like, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like Ocean's Eleven say, stuff like you see movies. in the movie. Yeah. It's... She's not catching people breaking in the vault. It's more like, <laughs> This guy's so drunk. Like, like, how do we get him out of here? Type stuff. <laughs> <In> the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So, but now she actually works for um, the state of Ohio. In um, she's kind of uh, the person where if um, child protective services gets called, she goes and like kind of investigates and mm-hmm. tries to. So it's uh, it's not a job I could ever do. Or it's yeah. most people. It's really hard. Um, and she's been doing that now. F- for a couple months, she actually starts getting her own cases either this week or next week. So, 
Um, but that's what she went to school for. That's what she did in Terre Haute, and gotcha. she loves it. Um, it's it's crazy. Like a lot of the stories, she came and tell me because it's yeah. nuts. But I'm sure that she's seen things. I mean, uh, yeah, that you couldn't even imagine. So yeah, yeah. It's sad that there's a job like that. But right. At the same time, it, yeah, she really likes it because she's keeping kids safe. Yeah. So yeah, and that's and you know it's amazing the people that we could do. Um, and both of us are educators. We see those stories, but. We get to have a positive with them, and I know yeah. she does too, but every time she's called, and that's yeah. the people that have the ability and the resolve to to stay positive and be that influence are amazing. Yeah, it's it, it definitely takes a special. She's that. definitely that type of person. So. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. And um, so, you know, obviously in Columbus, what's the best part about food? <laughs> there are so many great restaurants in Columbus. Is that right? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, we don't ever go there just unless you're like driving through it. Well, I've been there with, we went to the Ohio State Football Clinic one year. Did you? Oh, yeah, okay. that's when I went to um, McCree's Deli where they have the uh, the challenge there, the Dagwood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not McCree's. It's, uh, I can't think of what it is. Th- but er, Wait, I know what you're talking about. I haven't so, been there. We did it and it kicked my rear end. Um We've we've been to on that same show that you're getting this from. Uh, there's a and they make these burgers, and they're just insane. Um, there's one called like the Terminator, where if you eat it, you get I mean, it's it's you get five dollars off a t-shirt or something oh like my that. Gosh. But we went there and just got normal burgers. Uh, first time my parents came to visit, and mm-hmm. we got done eating. So yeah. it was over. It was yeah. over. Like this, we went home and fell asleep on the couch. Let me see. I got to figure this out because it's it? on. It's it's close to campus. Okay. Yes, uh, it's just like a little diner, but it yeah. is. Um, what's the show? What's that show called? Man versus food. Man yeah. versus, I'm like I couldn't. I, the name was. Let's see here, North America. versus food. that's been several years ago that we went there but <laughs> yeah that was a while it kicked my rear end it was it was re- here we go the ohio deli it's closed now it says oh really yeah um it was a two and a half pound like lunch meat sandwich yeah and you had and a pound of fries oh wow and, <laughs> and i remember i got to the point because obviously it was a coach's clinic we were up there I got about halfway through, and I was like, I might be able to finish this for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I know we're going to go out and have some fun later, so I shut it down. But we had two guys with us that finished it, and oh, world. Yeah. it was awful. So, yeah. It, I know, I'm know. i sure I know one of them. I can't think of who the other one would be. Uh, Buting didn't finish it. Oh, really? No, it was Justin fi- or Justin Smith oh, I do that finished that. it. But, yeah. And then Thurman's Deli is on here, too. But, um, yeah, the Dagwood definitely put it down on me. So that was way back in the day. Wow. Yeah, so Columbus, obviously, it's a Buckeye nation. So uh, They haven't converted in yet? Uh, not so much. I mean, we definitely go watch the football games and stuff. Um, Tailgating, I bet, is fun. I We haven't been to an actual game, but I'll, I'll tell you what. If you want to go do shopping and stuff, Go during an Ohio State football because game. Because it's empty? Because nobody's in the store. There's just nobody around I've at a restaurant or at a bar or at the game. It is uh, it is crazy, but they, they love it. I mean, it's... Yeah, they're definitely yeah, the, all about it. This year, Thanksgiving, we actually left our parents' house early so we could go back and be in Columbus for the Ohio State-Michigan game. And oh, we like yeah. went out a blast. 
I bet. Uh, it's, it's nuts. So we actually went to Key West a few months ago, and it was somebody – we had Ohio State stuff on when we were down there, and someone said that there's an Ohio State bar in Key West. So we went to it, of course, and um, everywhere the bartender would get up on the bar and just run around pouring shots into people's mouths. So it's uh, it's a definitely a crazy group, but it's fun. So We happen to be at a, a place called uh, Gangsters in uh, Newport, Kentucky, and it's uh-huh. a piano bar. They played the IU fight song versus the Ohio State fight song. Uh-huh. And I forget what the total got to. It was like if you, because of a dollar for IU, then they'd pl- start playing, you know, yeah, and yeah. then you like just. But it got to where guys were throwing 20s. I mean, it was like yeah. the Ohio State guy would come in and it was back and forth. And I bet they made seven or eight hundred dollars on those two fight songs. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm in the wrong business, man. I, yeah. If I could just play those, but it was it was a lot of fun because you're right. That is a passionate fan base oh, when yeah. it comes it to it. Yep. Um, like, it's hard to get tickets to football. Really? I mean, you can go if you want to spend a couple hundred bucks on tickets, but yeah. it's just it's just more fun to go watch it on TV at a bar or whatever. So. But uh, basketball, on the other hand, is a little different. Actually, you have season tickets to basketball. It's Really? It's uh, I compare it a lot to IU football. <laughs> like, yeah. It's <laughs> like uh, they just do anything they can to get you in the door, so they have a program where you're basically a seat filler and it's it ends up being like like that to go so it's, and, and you just they, they just put you in whatever seat they need you to fill the bottom rows you, you got it yeah. that's all awesome. is that right yeah and it's four bowl uh games this year i haven't went to all of them but the first one i went to i sat right in front of the band and the cymbal player was right behind me <laughs> So it was a little bit rough, but it was, I'm sorry, it was I, I couldn't imagine how loud that is. I know like when we go to the Jennings County games, <laughs> yeah. like I walk Alex by there and they start me to go because like, it's just so loud. Like I couldn't imagine sitting, sitting there in front of them like that. Yeah. The second half I've found some buddies of mine and went and sat with them. So I didn't go. How about the Columbus crew? Have you went and checked out the Columbus uh, crew? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of the accounts I have in Columbus, they just, they eat and breathe soccer and first moved there we went to like all the playoff games and stuff and they were pretty fun and um i've you know just our high school didn't have a soccer team so i yeah. don't really i do know it's fun to go <laughs> well this is the, this is the crazy thing because you're exactly right we didn't have a soccer team yeah. um it actually started this summer because uh a former football player of mine he played corner for me and he is like diehard soccer now uh-huh. and he actually called one and talked about the world cup and and he got me into it, and, and I had transferred or transitioned to the principal's role and was uh, spending my days at the high school. He texted me. He's like, hey, are you watching you know, Mexico and so-and-so? And I got into it, and I'm like eight up with it now. Like, I, <laughs> it, it is such a cool sport. I still don't know the rules. Yeah. Like when they make calls, when they do stuff, I'm like, I don't know if that's bad or not. I, yeah. Yeah. But I, but it is a – it's a really fun coming around to it. So. Yeah. That's how we are. And, like – we we probably went to four or five games this this year, and the season's really long, and it's 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 easy to follow, but at the same time, it's like easy to lose interest too. But well, they say that it. I mean, it's. I think it's a, a really fun sport to. Yeah. I mean, because I think at least for me, like sometimes when I'm watching on TV, it's just like you know they're just kind of yeah. kicking the ball back. And forth. I mean, like because I'm not as into it, but big like, soccer fan, even just going to the games is yeah. a lot of fun. It is, and it's. It was really cool. Like I don't know if you guys knew this, but the Columbus Crew was actually the first team, and 
the owner was ready to sell the team to uh, Austin, Texas, and they started this huge like movement. Really, and like they were moving to Austin, like it was done, and it actually came through, and they actually got some of the, I guess. Cleveland Browns uh, ended up buying the team, and now they're planning on building a stadium right downtown. And so oh, wow. the town's really excited about it. That's, that's pretty. That's really cool. So, what else is there to do in Columbus? Any other good things? Um, there's there's a lot of stuff right around Columbus that's really good. There's this area which is kind of like Brown County, I guess, of, of Indiana. Yeah, it's just kind of known as you know. There's all sorts of really good hiking and um, stuff to do outdoors. Um, I've only been once and it was just um there was a cross-country camp that um we were sponsoring and i went down i've heard like there's all sorts of like waterfalls and stuff like that and it's pretty cool but we never made it down there this summer that's definitely on our list of things to do how long have you lived there uh just over a year i moved there in october okay so okay and then what's this is that's kind of how we how we roll with this thing but uh What's the craft beer scene like in in Columbus? Because um, Indiana has kind of exploded. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, there's I don't know how many breweries in Columbus. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't found anything that I just love yet. Like Rheingeist out of Cincinnati's huge. That's I think it's okay. I mean, it's not uh, my yeah, favorite beer. Um, I think Three Floyds just spoiled me when I lived in Indiana. So both are pretty yeah. hard to beat. And I just haven't found that yet, but. I'll, I'll keep looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to keep sampling yeah. and trying to find guys. I've, when we, we went over to Cincinnati this summer uh, for a little trip with, with our son and, and I tried some of their stuff and it, it's all right. It's yeah. not my, it, I don't, yeah. I don't go and, and buy it in bulk at any time, Yeah, but exactly. it's not too bad. So, so what else is on the agenda in the future? Anything big? Uh, God, nothing really. I mean, <laughs> we're to that point. Um, we're, you know, we're thinking about kids and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, to have parents really close to us, so, so it's kind of a... Now, where is your wife from? My wife is from Evansville, and okay. her parents still live down there. Okay. And then my parents still live in Bedford. Um, I, I guess it's east. I don't know. Where'd you go to high school at? Evansville North. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, well, she was downtown. The crazy thing was when I was in Evansville, Evansville Central is actually north, was north of Evansville North, which was actually in the central part of the city. All right. So, yeah, she's more northeast. Yeah. Uh, and then her brothers and most of her family all went to one of the private schools, Catholic school. That's yeah. 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 Between uh, Memorial and Modern Day, there's several that went. But yeah. Evansville North's not a bad school at all. So, uh, well, brother. Like I said, I really appreciate you making the trip down. We are actually uh, an hour in already. Okay. Um, but I think what you're doing is crazy. I think it's awesome. Um, I, I got. No, I mean, like I said, it's it's kind of cool because we've talked, uh-huh. which obviously we both went to high school with, and and you know, and I talked to her and said I would have never imagined her being a, a UFC fighter yeah. in MMA. And say the same thing about you. <laughs> I mean, I'm, and that, that's not a knock on you in any yeah. way, shape, or form. But no, that's fine. I think you would agree that when we were in, you know, middle school and high school together, you yeah. becoming a marathon runner. Yeah, me neither. So, um, especially having this big goal of running one in every state. I mean, that's not just hey, I did a marathon. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, so it's cool, brother. So uh, you know, we got nothing but support for you and and. And you know, keep us informed on what uh, we'll do. We'll yeah. keep we'll keep supporting you. And like I said, I really appreciate you coming down and and 
and good luck to everything you do. Thank you, and I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, let's see here.